0: Hello and welcome back Boneheads, this is Rich and I'm joined once again by Ben. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 15. On today's episode we're going to be talking about Age of Sigma Blood Bowl ideas to tie into the competition we're running at the moment and of course the big halfling news. We're going to be talking through the positionals and the bits and bobs that were shown on the Twitch stream as well as the usual games, hobby and star players. Okay, so over to news. Rich, is there anything occurring this week? Only the Halfling stuff. Well, that's a pretty big amount of news. It is. It, yeah, it was It was colossal, really. There's nothing on um, on Kickstarter at all, nothing on Indiegogo. So, yeah, it's all Halfling. It's positionals and star players and, and wonderfulness. And we are going to be talking about that in a full little segment a little bit later on. There's a couple of bits, I think, coming up on Kickstarter that I've seen, like, oh coming soon. I think I've tagged us in them, but we'll yes. talk about them when there's actually some info. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit sparse at the moment, but... um, It's all going to be half links for a little while. Yeah, it's, it's going to be <laughs> half links for a while. Still haven't seen the trees. No, now I read something on Facebook recently, where when someone said right at the beginning, I, I see there aren't any trees, Games Workshop replied with, what you're seeing is the team box set, or along those lines. Yes, I saw that as well, which basically leads us to believe that the box set is going to be like the goblin one yes where you have the 12 stunty players hopefully some cool bits and bobs and it looks like the kit is really versatile as well yeah it does look like you can chop and change quite a bit which eh? is brilliant um but yeah i really want to see the trees because if they release the halflings without the trees that will be a bit disappointing i don't think they will i don't think they're they're silly enough to to do that they're gonna have to do at least one did they do it for the goblins no, I think the troll came out at the same time. Yeah, it? I think you're right. Think um, that. so I think the troll was there. In fact, that might have even been there before the goblins came out because Maybe. they needed it for the orcs. orcs. Yeah, I think you're right. So, um, I reckon you'll see the um a single treatment, and then eventually they may come up with a second one like they've done for the goblins. As we spoke about in the last episode, episode fourteen, you need three treatments. You do. Types. So, uh, the, the, the troll for the goblins, having two of those was abhorrent to most people. Yep. Having three trees exactly the same pose may not be great. No, people will... They'll, they'll be setting things on fire. So, come on, Games <laughs> Workshop. Last episode, we were begging you to release more positionals, and you've done it. So, we're now begging you to release modular trees. Just something so you can do something cool. Or different types of trees. One's an oak, one's a yew. Failing that, I am going to go to the, uh, the Lord of the Rings ones that I think Craig mentioned in the last yes. episode. Yeah, they're quite They real. are real cool. I'm or the colonel hunters the no sermonists. they're too animated to be Truman <laughs> they're at least movement four <laughs> uh, yeah so as we've not got a lot of model news I thought we'd just talk through um, some of the tournaments that are coming up the first one we're going to have to mention is bonehead bowl it's our mixed team tournament that's going to be in pool at the employment store on the 29th of June it's a Saturday it should be just around payday um, yes. <laughs> it's £10 so that we can get some great prizes in there the store is helping us sort them out as well and we've got a load of spot prizes we've got some dice prepped we have we've got some other token bits hopefully in the pipeline as well yeah we've got um, the, the guys that are sponsoring us recently have um, said they're going to be able to do bits and pieces um, counter attack bases are yeah. the ones that are going to be doing as our dice Hobby Hermit has said that we're going to look at potentially getting some bits and pieces on show at the at the top table. That would be awesome. Which would be great, some of the scoreboards yeah. and the like. And we're just hoping to have a really fun day. So if you're in the area, you've got a free day, come along. It'd be absolutely brilliant fun. I'm building some teams that are going spare. So if you want to come but haven't got a team or you want to try something different, I'm going to have that on the Facebook group so you, you guys can see. Because I cannot choose a team to take. <laughs> So I've built like five different ones. There's two I'm absolutely going to build and lend out. So that would so be it, on the Facebook. Yeah, I figured it'd be cool fun because I'd like to play against them. Yeah. Um, ish, maybe, maybe not like, <laughs> maybe not the dead punchy team, but I'll talk about that in hobby. Um, so that's Bonehead Bowl, 29th of June in Pool. Secret Carnage is at the end of August, on the 31st of August in Wrexham. It is, amazing. and that's the one being run by friend of the podcast Rob, friend of the podcast Rob, um, the guy who does um, Carnage Cup every year in North Wales. North Wales Carnage Cup. He listened to our Secret Team episode a few months back and went, "I want to make a secret, um, a secret um, team tournament." Oh, that's such a good idea! So, and it's limited numbers. Really, really? Oh, wants, that's cool. He only wants small numbers. That's um, a good that's cool. And this is all about getting um, your, your creative juices flowing he wants to see display boards he wants fluff and that was some of the cool stuff that we saw both the Stunty um, both the Marlboro Stunty Cup yes was that there was some real great effort put in there really was but if you had a regular Stunty team you could still take part yeah completely and, well, and this this at the moment is a, is a great opportunity I mean, me and Randall I've already put the, the money down for me and Randall absolutely. so if you want to meet Killer Randall he will be going to that tournament <laughs> with his Beastman team with his Beastman team of an indeterminate amount of Minotaur's at the moment. It's almost certainly two. Yeah, I just want him to adamant. attempt just one to see whether just it try, improves his gameplay. It'll work much better, but it won't be fun. But it won't be fun now, <laughs> is it? So, so yeah, that's kind that's of- uh that's the 31st of August at Wrexham. There's secret teams, stunty league teams, and the ones from the my dugout. Yes. Which I've read the Human Nobility team is a bit totes OP. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So... If online. you want to smash face, you've probably got a good opportunity with the human ability thing. If I could close the shop and not work that weekend, I would, I would mooch up there, but that's a bit far for a... Yeah, I couldn't finish work early and come up. there. Oh, I'm, I'm planning on um, staying overnight. i yeah. taking a round to the Warhammer World the day before. That's cool. I mean, Birmingham for us is, what, two and a half hours? Two and a half hours, yeah. Three hours with breakfast, because, you know, it's a road trip. Yeah. Which was, you know, no worries at all, but Wrexham's a bit far. So, something else that we're just going to announce now is that uh, working with the Entoyment Store in Paul on the 10th of August, we will be hosting a Sevens tournament. We are. I was only confirmed today. Literally lunchtime today. Literally lunchtime today. (laughs) Uh, Well, we love Sevens. We did the episode on it. We haven't got a chance to play as much of it, but I'm really looking forward to that. I think it'll be a great, great day with some great games. And as for theme and name and the exact pack and ideas, we're working through that now. We've got some ideas but we want to make it just a really chill, fun day of sevens. Yeah, it's been a bit of a a spitballing process so far, and and now it's confirmed. We need to to, to get our our behinds into gear a little with it. The awkward thing is that it's only a couple of weeks after the Albion Coast Sevens Tournament in Southampton. Is it really It is. So I joined their Facebook group today, and I'm going to drop them a message being like, hey guys, sorry that we... Just the way it fell, I would have wanted a bit further away. And the last thing I just want to touch on is... If anybody is in the local area, and by local I mean Hive in Southampton, we do have a regular Blood Bowl League. It's awesome. On a Tuesday night, at least the second and fourth Tuesday of every month, and the third Tuesday, we're there as well, but it's a bit of an Age of Sigmar moment. Sometimes the fifth Tuesday, if Mm. if we're lucky enough to have one, we play Blood Bowl. We do. We have leagues. We are about to start Season 5+. plus. Our Eternal League, but within the Eternal League, there are three mini leagues. Yeah. So you can have, share your teams between. Like, there's no, not really any limitations. There is a minor league for brand spanking new teams, essentially. Yeah, one million TV. One million. That's just the regular teams plus Bretonian and Corn. Yes, the the NAF sanctioned ones. Exactly. Slan is already in there. Yeah. <laughs> Slan's already in there. Or is love depending on how you feel about it. The other one is a major league, which for new teams is also a million, but there's no salary cap. So that's the league we're going to be using for uh, Season 4, Season 3 teams, the ones that are getting a bit big. We are forcing a redraft, first of all, so I think the heaviest team is about 1,400. Oh, most, wow. most of them are 1,250 to, to, to 1,400, which... Should be catch upable for a new team joining. Yeah, my monsoon was thirteen hundred, I think. So yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the nightmares are going to be thirteen eighty. I think oh. wobble dollars from coming second. Yeah, um, could be cool. I forgot about wobble dollars. Yeah, you got some wobble dollars. I've got wobble dollars? Yeah. And uh, we have a third league, which is the Looney League. Yes. Which is lot all the stuff is. we talk about <laughs> here. That's one million, and it is a league, yep. but that is stunty league teams, that is secret league teams, that is mixed teams using the bonehead rules, um, and also I'm going to open it up for player trades as well. Yes. So you can have a mixed team with something else attached if you trade, and I think it's just it's just going to be, it's just going to be ridiculous. Yeah, could be I fun. like it, could be fun. But what it does mean is we we get to play with some of those teams, we yeah. get to see how they develop without affecting the core. Guys that just want to play straight blood Yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's it's nice to be able to keep it separate, yeah. um, but it gives us the opportunity to, to to go a bit nuts with it and see yeah. what's going. Plus, it gives the guys an opportunity if they want to try something without actually having to invest. Well, I mean, Craig's built his ethereal team. He has. Um, Ian loves crazy stuff. Mm. You know what, Ben Milton. I think we're gonna have. I think, I think I'll I'll be think right. It, oh, if only Rick hadn't abandoned us to go to France. We'd, we'd be playing as well and yeah. we will do everything every now and again we will is cool. and it's internal so we're yeah. not going to miss out exactly so that's the second and fourth Tuesday in Hive find us on Facebook I'll pop the link to our Facebook group in the notes and just drop us a message if you're interested in Kyle and we can you know vet you make yeah. sure you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> vet you and prep you I think that's it for news today so games hobby and bits and bobs Rich what have you been playing I have not been playing a huge amount of tabletop, unfortunately. However, I've started a Norse team on Blood Bowl team. Ah, fantastic. I'm going to play three games, one, two, draw and one. Because you're thinking about running them in our next league, I oh, know. Yeah. Or, or at least, or at the Bonehead Bowl, or both, or one. or I, I considered it in the actual league. Yeah. And then decided against it. Craig's bringing his Norse. He is. Which, they're, they're they're a really good team. They are fragile. So as soon as you start getting other teams with mighty blow, they're on the seven Yeah. They start to die. Yeah. And then that's it. They're, they're a bit fragile. I mean, I um, I beat an Orc team just before you came round tonight, actually. What TV was the Orc team? 1,100? Uh, yeah, so it's quite young, yeah. When, yeah. You, when you play against a 1,400, 1,500 Black Orc squad. Yeah, be a bit of Yeah, it'll start exploding. But I'm enjoying them. They're a bit of fun. They are good. Mm. They're like dwarves that can do things. Yes, yeah. yeah, take a hit. Not broken dwarves. Not broken dwarves, yeah. But I'm one. actually going to run a mixed team in our Looney League. Oh, brilliant. Of Norse and Chaos. Oh, that's so thematic. But yeah, yeah, and I like that. I've already got, I've, I've been chopping and changing, and I've, um, I've managed to get a, a Blood Reaver with, uh, I've, I've chopped the hand off a human thrower. Yeah. And I put that on one of the Blood Reavers <laughs> to make my thrower, and there's a, a couple of guys from the actual set who the, um, the, the the chieftains of the blood river squads yeah I've got these real crazy beards, so they're now my off-warners oh that's a great shout just because it's so simple it's, oh, I like it they, they are different to everybody else so um yeah I'll be running that and using it as an option for bonehead ball ah, I think that's cool I oh, think yeah, that's really cool um other than that it's been I've been painting trees well it's the off season at the moment. Isn't it, it is we're in between blood bowl season so it's all kind of uh well I think this is it now, isn't it? We've got two yeah. weeks, and then we'll be back in the thick of it with three leagues going wait. on. Yeah, it's going to be great. I, I think I'm planning on taking six teams in total. Yeah, cool. I think that's what I've worked out. I'm going to be taking the Rooks and the Monsoon to Obviously, the major league. You've got to keep those. Of course, I've already redrafted them. And yeah, the, the Rooks was a hard redraft. Oh man, you got yeah, you lost some talent. I did, I did, but I kept my my potential star thrower. He's becoming something special at the moment. Ian's bringing a star as well. Really? I think he's edge uh, four, accurate. It's, yeah, mine's yeah. not dissimilar. Yeah, yeah I exactly. Later. I did think that. I was like, oh, we're going to have a cool human throwing league. Yeah, that would be awesome. It Wouldn't it be great? That would be really yeah, cool. That would be good. But, uh, you know, building the franchise. I'm going to take a newbie orc team. Oh, that's cool. For the minor league. Why orcs? I enjoy playing them on BB2. And I think to have a human team and an orc team would just be quite cool. Yeah, I mean, they're the basics, aren't they? So they're good to teach other people with, but also, orcs, they, they develop really differently. Mm. So they play slightly differently, but they really develop differently. And once you get the, the orc blitzers and the orc bobs at level 3, start to be horrific. Yeah, incredible. You've got bobs with, uh, with guard, mighty blow, or block, or whatever, they just, they're just mobs. I mean, Milton's developed oh, a really good, really strong mm. team. Fortunately, he's having to get rid of a couple of his players, which oh, is oh no, I know, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, well developed orc team are a real challenge. Now it's a turn where you've got more of a chance to get there. So Milton got it. his to 14, 1500, getting into a place where they can command the field. and uh, the re- the redraft rules take their team back down to nah, not not where they shine. So yeah. no, that's cool. So running some fresh orcs. Yeah. and then I'm gonna do. Adult Forest Goblins. Well, you've got the mothers for them. And I have. Yeah, that loves. makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm going to run the Mixed Norse team. And I'm thinking of running a Stunty team in that as well, which might just be the Baby Forest Goblins, seeing as I've already got the team for them. <laughs> Get a lot of practicing for the next Stunty Cup. Yeah, no, I'm Or you could run something for Tombstone Tournament practice. Tombstone Tournament? Yeah, from the Horror Bowl. So. I really need to look at that. Uh, we've got loads of time. It's all good. No, I'm, you know me. I need to build the team for it. Um, but yeah, but that's that's pretty much me. I haven't really done much painting, much modeling, other than snipping and getting my, my mixed team ready. So I have done stuff. I've done a lot of stuff. I've ordered a lot of stuff. <laughs> Splurge. <laughs> Planned a lot of stuff. So I've finally finished most of the, um, the league sheet. Um, so I'm on my way to making all 100 individual team sheets that link into it. It's awesome. So, it is it is a yeah, wondrous document. I love it. You can mix your teams up on there. It does all that for you. It, 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 I'm, I'm very pleased with it. You should uh, be. But because I've been playing with it to make sure it worked, I've ended up coming up with loads of mixed team ideas. <laughs> and we've got <laughs> Bonehead Bowl coming up. So I've been building some teams. So the first team I've been building are the ones I'm calling Dead Punchy. Dead Punchy. <clears throat> The ones you mentioned earlier. Yeah, these. this is going to be one of the teams that I offer out for someone to, if they want to use, um, use them at Bonehead Bowl, it could be fun. So that is basically two mummies, four Khemri Tomb Guardians. Wow. Yeah, so you've got six strength five guys, none of them with negative traits. Yep. Uh, two ghouls. Yep. So you can actually move the ball around. That's handy. And I think a couple of skeletons, a couple of zombies, just to fill out wow. the numbers. Yeah. So running the bonehead bowl, so that's a hundred, that's eleven hundred. Yeah. I think yeah, two re rolls as well. Yeah. So with the bonehead bowl rules pack, I think sure hands on a goal. Yep. Yeah. Possibly leader. Yes. Because Camrya, are tier two, which means you get a normal and a double skill. Mhm. So probably a leader, so it gets me up to three re rolls, and then I've got two skill, two normal skills I can put around. I think either. I don't know. Some kind of mix of guard yeah, I was or mighty that. blow. You almost won... I a... reckon you would probably go be up with two guard tomb guardians. Well, I was thinking about giving yeah. a guard to one of them and then giving one of the mummies multi-block. Yep. Chuck a guard in there. Make some strength six. Mm. Um, so you're going to get basically a couple of two die blocks with mighty blow yeah could be a bit reckless uh, but you know it's one of the cool builds and the other one I've started looking at is um, it's basically taking some of my old underworld team and just going into town with the bonehead bowels so yeah. a goblin and skaven just nuts on it. Yeah. yeah so a couple of gutters you've Safe got the, uh... weapons all around. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, it'll be great fun that would be good fun it'll watch. be great fun so I've been planning these the other thing I, I finally started putting together the dark house Finally. Finally. Has it, has it caused much blood to flow yet?
1: No, no, but I've done all I've line- seen on Facebook. I've done a lineman so far. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Because I'm off to, I think, Tenerife. You think? Mm, yes, yeah, you Tenerife. You're going to get on the right plane, mate. Right, Canaria. <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere. Um, somewhere that should be nice and relaxing. And Tiff was like, oh, pay some, play some Blood Bowl. So I've ordered a Blood Bowl 7 pitch from Maelstrom. Yes. Which I'm very excited to get. Um, he's been amazing and, and kind of done his best to hurry that he's really, great he, yeah really really great um, so I can take that in my luggage and I'm going to have take one of the 16 model trays so 8 Dark Elves because that's the team Tiff choose yep. sent me a picture of all the teams available at the moment I was like T- you know, choose your, your favourite she shows Dwarves Skaven and Dark Elves I went with Dark Elves in the end I was like yeah, hey, yeah that's alright yeah I'm disappointed so. at the Dwarves Dark Elves are my I think if you look at all the models, they're painted really well. Yeah, they are actually, aren't they? The demo dwarves. They are done very well. Teal colour. Yeah. But the problem is I have to paint these Dark Elves kind of like a lilac. Oh. And then I'm going to run them in the new league. Yes. Yeah. And she named them as well, the Enigmas. I like that. Which is quite cool. I do like that. So yeah, I'm building my girlfriend's Blood Bowl team so that when we go on holiday to Tenerife, I get to take pictures of us playing Blood Bowl 7s. Jesus, I know it's like a dream come <laughs> true. That's, that's like that's that's like relationship goal. <laughs> relationship one. goals. It's amazing. I got, I got Nat to build a um a dwarf, and then she fell asleep. They are boring. They are boring. <laughs> but she just had no interest at all. I had my my wife just kind of looks at me funny, watches me and Randall play going yeah. No, I mean knows. I I think Tiff will play it once and just like be nice to me and probably give it up in half an hour because there's too many rules. Um, yeah but i will have the photo that's all i matter. frame it yeah and i as far as i'm concerned I, I win at life at that point you do it. <laughs> that's it so yeah lots of lots to build got the bonehead ball coming out really excited about that have uh, got my pitch on the way got some teams to build and the halflings coming out soon that i cannot not buy them. i think i'll probably take halflings and dark elves if they're out in time oh wow that'd be interesting well i think as a learning game yeah. She would like the fact that there would be no chance for Halflings to win in a game of sevens yeah. against Dark Elves. I don't know. Maybe that. will we'll yeah, see. Yeah, that makes sense. I want to make sure that she can murder my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's basically everything for me. Right, let's talk about the first topic. Right, so the first thing we're going to talk about, we are going to go full bonehead. Full bonehead. There are no tackle zones for the next 10 <sighs> to 15 minutes because we're going to be talking about something that has turned out to be a little bit de- divisive on the Blood Bowl community, which is AOS Age of Sigma models in Blood Bowl, either set in the Age of Sigma realm or just the models being used for Blood Bowl. There, there was a little bit more it, awkwardness over that than I thought there would be. It makes a lot of sense because... Obviously, Blood Bowl came from the original Warhammer World. Mm -hmm. The original Warhammer World got destroyed, like literally got KO'd, the game ended, and everyone who'd been playing it for 25 or more years was, you know, a bit wrecked. Um, And they brought out a new game, which was more, it was was the round bases and Mm -hmm. the shiny Space Marine then. Yeah, but you know, just it just upset everybody. It ruined everything for everyone. So it's always going to be that little thing there. So there will always be that little bit of the community that's like, no, get us away. Yeah. However, it's such a great source of models. Well, yeah, I mean the the variety in the models is. I think almost every team of mine has an element of an AOS model in it. That does not surprise me. I mean, when we talked about goblins, Ian came on the show and. Part of that was about the gloom Spike metal models and what you've yeah. been using for in Blah blah. The the, the new trolls are awesome, fantastic. Squigs are great for the Squig teams, and you know, yeah. it's like the models are great. But we wanted to do more on the way back from Hell Yeah, but, uh, no, no still, too. On Minervol, we started thinking about actually, could you make teams out of these out of these things? Which brought about our two team design competitions. It was crazy. And the thing is, the the conversation that last hour and a half flew. Oh yeah. Because just, just banding around ideas, what best, could work, what might Best card game ever. It was wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was really good. So yeah, we are currently running an AOS Blood Bowl team design competition for a £25 gift voucher for Versatile Terrain. It yeah. does close at the end of the month so that we can uh, announce the winner in episode 16. Yes. So when this episode goes up, we'll put another reminder on Facebook and on Twitter to just be like, get your entries in. We've already seen some cool drafts from people. Yeah. I have. I don't know if you've, I've sh- I may not have shared them with you because they're drafts. But there's some cool stuff going on there. Even the guys from the local league are like, oh you could do this. You could do this." Craig was really excited about it. He's really got the creative juices flowing from people where they're looking at it, looking at the model yeah. and seeing what they could be, as opposed to trying to create a what whole new team. What would that be in Blood Bowl? Yeah. That guy. Could, well, we said it earlier, and you said you could use the Kornoffs. Yeah. So I was like, no, but they're clearly strength 4 they they're clearly move four, move five. Yeah. You know, and that's actually a really cool thing because you're taking something different and applying it to something you know really well. Yeah. I'm going to hark back to my youth when they did Pokemon. They had red, blue, yellow. Yeah. One set, one world worked really well. Yeah. And then they took that and introduced a completely different set of monsters. Yeah. It was the same game but with different flavour. Yeah. That's exactly the kind of thing you can do with Age of Sigma models in blockball. And I'd love at the end of this competition for us to have so many good ideas that we can put together a little pack. And there'd be a little Sigma Bowl. It subly. would be amazing. Yeah, it would be really great fun because the models are fantastic. They yeah. are. So, we're just going to spend a few minutes talking about some cool models, some cool ideas, just to just for fun, just to get everybody's mind thinking about models you can use in Bloodborne now, but also models that you could introduce. Yeah. So, the first guys I would like to talk about, I'm going to go... I'm going to start at the beginning. So, Stormcast. Yes. Stormcasts are the first models you think of when you think of Age of Sigmar. Yep. They're the poster boys, they are the space marines of... Sigmar, Sigma. Because they're made by Sigmar and they're all gold and huge. Which is one thing. Um, and this is where you see a lot of the ideas of pe- that people have either posted into us or talked about. Is, is what do you do with them? And they're the reason we changed the restriction of a minimum of 11 players per team to a minimum of 3. is because what if you had a team all of 100k or more players. Yeah. It's, yeah, it becomes very restricted very quickly, doesn't it, otherwise? Yeah, so the first thing, you got Stormcast models, you've got the Ordinary Linemen, they make great Chaos warrior size models. Yep. Or Mummies. I've seen I've seen some conversion, I think Milton was doing it, where he was making his Kemri big guy out of Stormcast. Right. Because they're the right size. You look at them and they're like, yeah, they're, they're Strength 4, Strength 5, I could see it being either way. Yeah. Um. Which is quite cool. So you just to convert something for your team. In fact, I made a an undead team out of Graveguard and some Stormcast Paladins. Oh. Yeah, it's all in storage actually. Um, and I used Stormcast as the big guys, as the two mummies. So because it fit. Yeah. It fit nice. But as for actual Stormcast in Blood Bowl. I don't think they're strength 5, I think they would be strength 4. They would be strength 4. I think you need to have more of a presence Yeah. To be a strength 5 in, in Blood but as, a, as a general rule. Trolls are big, ogres are big. These guys are just massive men. Yeah. Not as big as an ogre. So strength 4 seems fair. I would say probably edge 3. They're not the most agile thing in the world. Mm-hmm. They're not the fastest. So they are really, in my mind, the same kind of stats as a Chaos Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, or, I like that. You know, as for the Chaos Chosen team. Armored enough to be Armour Nine. Yeah, definitely Armor Nine. So a movement because of the Armour. Yeah. So we've, we've seen some other bits out there. There is a which we didn't discover we didn't discover until we did the competition that there is a development basically Sigma League on Fumble, wasn't there? There is. Yeah. We got um yeah, someone poked um in the right um someone <laughs> Let's try that again. Someone found us because someone tagged them in a yeah, in see. a post that they were mm-hmm. doing. Where this this guy's put in a phenomenal amount of effort. Yeah. In working out different teams and actually putting together a, a development team, like a development league in Fumble, literally just on this. But I have to say, he's given his uh, Stormcast Regen, which thematically, no, not thematically, no, no, because thematically they 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 die, they go away. And they're born again somewhere else and created new. Uh, they don't just put themselves back together again. <laughs> well, that's what the other end yeah. is. all the undead guys, they literally just put their arms back on and they they're okay. It yeah. they just grows back. You know, but the stormcast, I think, when they die, they die. Plus, you save yourself a skill. True. It's, oh, that's a difficult one no. Huh? It, it is, it yeah, it is. But for a Stormcast team, this is exactly what I was talking about last episode when we were talking about the episode before about the minimum size of teams Mm. this could be that team where you spend 800 getting eight guys yeah taking a couple of re-rolls two to three re-rolls and that's your team so yeah everyone's strength four but you only have eight of them yeah and i think eight you know eight strength four players against a team of strength three is yeah. you know that's it's one of the numbers huge. there. That's strength. That's 24 strength against 33 strength. Mm. You you know on a one to one basis you have the advantage, but as a numerical you don't. Yeah. Anyway, but Stormcast are the first things, and they would make a cool little sub team. But also the models are really really good. Any models that immediately could, you know inspire you. The Colonel Hunters. I'm I'm big on my Sylvanath at the moment. Yeah, no, it's I'm quite <laughs> You've Gone from chaos to order. <laughs> chaos yeah, to order. order. It's, it's great. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, they like neutral. I love like my voice. All on neutral, neutral. They just they, they fight because you walked into their yeah. their meadow as opposed to anything else. You could be anyone. So the Kernoth Hunters are ogre-sized tree people. Yes, and I agree with you. They're not necessarily tree men. They're not strength six. No, but they're, they're strength five. Definitely strength five. They're strength five. They are probably movement five? Yeah, I think so. I would so. say. You know what, ogres are move five, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's about right. And I think, I would probably put their agility at three. Uh, yeah, Armour at eight. Ooh, I don't know, I might, might, maybe. Purely because, if you look at them, yeah. they're more dynamic. These these kind of are wielding boats. They're they sword wielders. What, what are treatment? are They treat they Are adj one? Adj one treatment. Yeah, you see, uh, the danger is, if you make them age two, they are just Ogres. Yes, they are definitely more agile than ogres. You're right. I'll, do, think... I'll do. I'll do you a deal. Move six, add two. Yeah, that's probably a bit fair. They're fast, but maybe they're not. Yeah. Know, I can't see them throwing a ball well. Oh no. no, 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 and I don't know whether they would be big enough to do throw a teammate. I don't think they're a throw teammate type of. Well, uh, Simon made his wood elf team. And he uses a of Hunter. He does. As a, as a tree man. I mean, you don't know, throw wood elves. He should. I would like to throw wood elves. So else. would I. Um, or just beat them occasionally. Uh, that'd be nice. But yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they are really cool models. They really are. Have you thought about a team for Silver Nefin? I then? I've considered trying to do something with the Spike Revenants. Yes. Yeah, as so like your middle ground. So the Spike Revenants are. They're probably a Three half. Like Not elf. Nymph. Yeah, it's to be Kind cut. of things. Yeah, yeah. so and there's two different types. You've got Spike Revenants and Tree Revenants. Spike Revenants are the scarier ones screaming at you. Yeah. So they're your foul appearance, disturbing presence. See, this is the really cool thing about Sigmar, and the way it kind of it does really attribute to Blood Bowl teams, is because you look at a range and you go, right, Sylvaneth, you've got the Dryads, then you've got the Spike Revenants and the... Tree Revenants. Tree Revenants, okay, that's another two... They're the same size, but they're different. So there's, mm-hmm. you know, two more positionals. And you've got the Kurnoffs. Yep. So without even trying, you've got Lyman, two positionals, and a big guy. Yeah. Straight there with the models Really easy to convert Now it wouldn't be cheap But this is not a cheap hobby No it's not The new Blood Bowl teams are cheap Which is excellent Which makes it a really good point to get into But you know We're we're at the next level Where we're going and looking for silly things to do Exactly This is it Just to scratch that You've got some Dryads You've got some Spite Revenants I mean what's the difference Between the Spite Revenants And the Tree Revenants Spite Revenants They don't have any weapons at all They're literally just They're the claw guys They're the claw guys Do they have claws? I think you'd have to, I think you'd have to because they they won't be they cheap do. I think these guys would be a hundred hundred and ten k are they strength four no, I'd probably put them at strength three, so strength three edge three strength three edge three Move movement six no, I think they'd be quite the, slow mis- I'd go with five armor eight, yeah, because they're a bit there disturbing presence or like foul it. appearance uh, I probably how... disturbing presence because uh hold on, it's got to be disturbing presence because in sigma yeah. They reduce the bravery of people around them. That's exactly right, then. Yeah, so, yes, yeah, so disturbing presence. presence makes more sense. And claws. And claws. Because that's just cool. That is cool. So what are the tree revenants, then? Tree revenants are the with the more elf-like. So? So they're the ones with the long-flowing locks. So maybe those guys have edge two, the claw chaps. Yeah. These guys have edge, edge three, three. Access to pass. Yeah, they're, they're, they can they're be the they throwers, your captains, your team captains. Yeah feel like you could give them a cool skill in there yeah you would have to you know you could buck, you could buck. yeah hands is probably a good idea you've got shorthands and, and edge 3 movement 5 still would have to be the same armour rate strength 3 yeah yeah that would make sense and you got pass maybe make them 90k so they're kind of they're all throwers at that point but yeah they're, they're orc throwers yeah you could make them a bit cheaper than that i don't know um, what are they, do they have any cool abilities in the Sigmar Law I don't know because I've never built them you've never built they're them, not, they're not, not built scary them. enough for the way I look I will look into that yeah but but that could be a really cool team that could be a really cool team and the Dryads would be movement 6 I think 6 Armor 7 no armor 8 do you reckon yeah. strength yeah. 2 uh, maybe because if you've got the spike revenants uh... you could make them Skaven 7337 oh yeah quite possibly but I don't know I think they're 6338 at that point they're human yeah. linemen and you've got yourself a fancy human team I like that but with prehensile tail or something because they're all branches. tentacles tentacles More well, tentacles would be awful so that makes sense, sense. branches, make roots sense. yeah see that's cool that's really cool yeah I like that that would make a great team i have to build it I think so. this is the danger <laughs> this is the danger well, I've already started putting together my um, my corn one we spoke about yeah I've already got the, the slaughter priest on that so let's hit jump straight into that. <laughs> the corn models you've already used for your renegades, haven't you? Yes. Oh, so used the be, um, reavers. The reavers make great marauders. Wonderful marauders. You've been using for Norse as well. and I'm using them for Norse as well. i I'm using them for Norse as well. But the other ones, the, the two-handed axe guys, so they look slightly different. Oh, that's cool. The are will be slightly different. Oh, that's okay. so. so was the yeah the corn team is the one of the ones we were talking about on it the drive was. home. That and the the sky dwarves. Oh. Yeah, Caradron. Yeah. see they've they've got so many cool models Mm -hmm. but they all come in in sets don't they so you've got the Blood Reavers which are the alignment all day long then there was the Blood Warriors who were clearly tougher armour yeah they were more blitzery type of guys I think we worked them out but the cool one was the guy with the massive stone Oh, and um, Skull Grinder. Yeah. Yeah, we got caught up on him, didn't we? I know it's like a £20 model or something, but the big guys are £20, quid, unfortunately. The difference mm. is that you, you can't get them at 25, 20% off from a different no. store. Yeah. Um, but this guy, you can't say, you know, he's a big guy for £16 or whatever. And it's it was nice putting a human with yeah, a ball and chain. Definitely ball and chain. And he was, yeah, it could be debilitating. And then we used the um the slaughter priests as two big guys, two big-ish guys. They were strength fours. They had guard. Yes. As a start, because as, the yeah. idea was they made the guys around them stronger. Yes. Yeah, I like that. That was but really cool. Yeah, that really was cool. cool. That was cool. And I even got one of the, the Sky Dwarves and started painting it in preparation of building that as well. Well, the archon, well, no, what are they called? The Carriage overlords. Overlords, they, they have another... It's another circumstance where they have their line guys, mm-hmm. and then they have elite infantry. One unit of those. So you've got immediate, you've got your lineman, the Thomas Sky dwarfs. You've got the Thunderers. Yes. Which we said could be the, the pastor yeah, equivalent, yeah. you know, the, the the ball carrier. And then they've got the floaty guys. They've got they've got the weather balloon dwarfs. Yeah. There's two different types. Um, I think we gave one of them stab when we were talking. One of them, there was one with the javelins. Yeah. They were going to be stabbed. Big harpoon guys. Yes. And yep. then the other ones hopefully removed the guns off of them and they were going to be more catchery mm, more type of guys, were Yes, weren't so they? you've got a flying catcher. And we even spoke about having a rule called flying because there's a lot of models in AOS that clearly have wings that clearly fly. Yes. And we just said that actually, you know what, the flying rule could be that that leap re-roll that everyone's always dreamed of. Yes. And it would make sense because yeah. actually, you know, they, they could leap on a 3+, give them very long legs, and 3 plus with a re-roll should be good. It never is. No, not on the three plus. But you know they're quite consistently therefore eight times out of nine going to be able to leap merrily across. They've got armor eight at least. So It'd be awesome to watch, yeah, wouldn't it? It would be a great fun. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. This is it. This is the whole point, isn't it? You're looking at stuff going. This should never work. And but it, I think we can uh, make yeah. it. <laughs> that would be such a cool meta. Um. The other one I just want to talk on briefly is we we did. Half an episode on the Green Spike Gate models. So mm. go back in time, listen to that Bonehead Basics Goblins and Green Spike Gate models with Ian, um, friend friend of the podcast and award, multiple award winning painter. Oh, Ian. that Ian, that Ian. Um, he joined us and talked about those models. But the Daughters of Cain. So oh, this is the, the Witch Elves, the Witch Elves, and uh, the 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 Warcraft Blood Elves. Sure, <laughs> sure. So way I remember them. So not only could you make a witch team? Which there is in the secret teams on Fumble. There is in lore as well. Yeah, there Historically, is. Historically, there. there was a yeah. whole witch-off team. Not only could you build that out of the box, you could also very easily build an Amazon team. Yeah. Which is what I bought them to do. Because I was like, now oh, this is quite cool. We could run an Amazon team. Or you can use them as wood elves or pro elves. Yeah. So you've got that flexibility. But then, you look at the models they've got. So even in the, the line box of Witch Elves, spelt with many, many, many vowels, um, they've got two different types. Mm-hmm. They've got the Witch Elves, and they've got the creepy helmeted ones. Yes. Immediately, then you've got your linemen, and you've got your slightly different, I don't know whether you could, they could be Blitzers, they could be anything else. Yeah, it could be Blockers, they could just be that that yeah. separate position. Yeah, apparently. immediately that. But then you get the cool stuff. So, they have a snake Medusa lady, yep. which looks awesome. They have the Avatar of Cain, which would be a great yeah. big guy. Yeah, that would be fantastic. And now they've got these snake people, mm-hmm. of which, again, there's two different types in there. And they've got the flying people. Yeah. So, you you have six, seven, eight different models that you could put together and make a team of, of and bounce company. out. I mean, there's so many build opportunities. And that is what we want to see from any competition entries that we got, because we really just want to create something with the community, just to play with. If we could get a dozen teams and put it together, be fantastic. God, that would be amazing. Yeah, I think we're gonna have a lot of. Then we can stick them in the Looney League. Yeah. Really upset. Everybody. Would be okay. But yeah, thank you for letting us go full bonehead, and hopefully this has inspired you to look at some of the models out there and. Create a team for us, for you, of Age of Sigma Models. Yeah, anything at all you can think of. Because 26 teams is not enough. No, that's why there's about 130 others, isn't there? I've got some programming to do. (laughs) Yes, you do. You've got quite a bit to do. (laughs) I'm glad you like that spreadsheet. Yeah, I do. Right, so let's talk about some real Blood Bowl news. Okay, it's Halfling News Time. More halflings. Thanks, indeed. Breaking tackle news. Breaking tackle. <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah. But uh, we're we're a few days late. I, I was tempted to record a solo segment to get the news out about this, but I figured eh, everyone's on the Blue Bubble community anyway. Might as well wait till Monday to talk about it. Yeah. So it works. we are going to talk about it. So they had the Twitch update on Thursday last week. They did. And this the moment is... it came out, there was a screenshot. And I sent it to you lot going. I don't know if this is real, but I hope it is. And then about 30 seconds later, I went, nah, it's real. The <laughs> I had to check, because I couldn't find anything for ages. The positionals. The positionals. All I saw was the positionals, and and I got excited and, and shared it, and they went, oh, hold on. I'm, that might not be yeah. real. Don't get too excited yet. So, they, yeah, they did show off the Halfling Spike, and it looks brilliant. It looks as good as all the other spikes, and it's been worth waiting for. Um, it's got a picnic theme. There's bunting everywhere. Yeah. It's it's, it's really cool. So we're just going to dive into straight, and we're going to cover absolutely everything in this segment that we saw, with the exception of one-star player, which we're going to talk about at the very end of the episode. Yes, indeed. So, as for positionals, the halfling hopefuls, as they are now called, have not changed. They are still the halflings of old. Still 30k, 5-2-3-6, dodge, right stuff, stunty. Yep. Classic halflings. Done. And now we have slightly levelled up ones we do we have the catchers and the hefties indeed so the catchers are 20k more than your standard halfling like they are 50k 5236 so exactly the same stat line however you get catch and sprint with your um with your with your halfling hopeful so i think the i think it's i think it's really fair to say after talking last episode about halflings and about how you play them and everything like this. These these catchers are the throw teammate gold. Yep. Okay. That's exactly what they're there for. So you catch, you're thinking you, you're not going to pass with halflings. So you could try, but you're not going to pass. They are just three. But what he does is it means he gets a re-roll to receive the handoff. Yes. So you can hustle the ball over to him and he gets a re-roll of three plus. And we've already said three plus with a re-roll should be good. <laughs> often, often is, isn't. Um, and then when you throw him, if he doesn't die, which he will, but if he doesn't, you do get sprint, which means you've got eight squares, Yeah. which means your your red zone is over half of the field. It you gives get you a, that much yeah, better opportunity. You get a good throw, or you get a bad throw. You've got that extra two-plus opportunity. Yeah. Um, so and a two-plus always works. Well, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're planning on re-rolling it. If you save that re-roll for that two-plus, it will not It's true. Uh, It is is true. So So they've got uh, normal, edge and um, double is all the other ones. So 50k is quite a lot but they get two skills. I like it. Catch is a bit of a glory skill but it's going to be a useful utility. Um, Sprint is great. So when we were talking last episode we did say that actually sprint or jump up is a cool one to have Mm. and it comes with catch for free. Yeah, I think you would almost certainly go with jump up as the next skill up on one of them as well. Yeah, yeah, he bounces up all shorthands. Short uh, hands would be handy, one. he? hands, yeah. Um but he obviously that's a double. Yeah. That's so true. So the other position we've added is the hefty. Now this was more interesting. So standard Ooh. um stats for the halfling, with the exception of extra armour. Yeah. So he's fifty K, so twenty K more, you get an armour seven. With Dodge, Fend and Stunty. So no right stuff. No right stuff. So you can't throw it. The idea is that these guys are the veterans of Halfling games. They've played at least one or two games and haven't died. <laughs> and they realise that, you know, being thrown by a tree man isn't a great idea. Oh, it's not your best idea, no. So no, they've, su- they've survived a bit longer, and um, because of it they won't be thrown. But they do have better armour. They do. Um, I, I know a lot of people kind of said, well, what's the use of them, but... My first thought was with the um, the, the passing um, skill up available to him on the normal. So yeah. Give you a leader. Normal edge passing and yeah, the others is double. So you're exactly right. 70k for a leader. Halfling. Okay. Their rerolls are 60. So you would save 20k. That's all right. Great for tournament builds. Wonderful for tournament if builds. If you can say that there is a great halfling tournament build. For fifty K you get a a more durable halfling, armor seven compared to Armour six is massive. Yeah. Um we said that when we were talking about the stunty bolt. Yeah. You know, it's, my goblins are armour seven. Everyone else is with armor six. I was having a great time. So but, this guy will be really really quite useful in that, and you can chuck a leader on him for a normal skill. Yeah, I like it. I think he's I think he's got his place. Um It's he is your your guy that stands at the back. He's potentially the guy that is gonna be a shorthand sure one as well. It would be great if you could swing that strength 3 double yeah. 6 on a level I would like. But yeah, so. But, for, to, but for, then you're talking about 100k halfling. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be amazing. She's <laughs> <laughs> almost the worst, same as a tree man. Yeah, I know. I think it'd be worth it too. <laughs> so you can dodge places. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I like the idea of that. Fend could be interesting. We'll have to play some games um, to see how useful it is, but I think it would just be a pain. Yeah, I think you'll be pushed the wrong way. So we did say, um, when we were talking to Craig about halfling, quote unquote, tactics, (laughs) that you kind of have a tree man arrow and a swarm of halflings behind it. Having Fend stops that follow up, doesn't it? So it stops that being able to bust the sides of the cage open. Yeah, it's probably quite useful. I could see me taking one in a tournament build for that uh, passing reroll. Yeah, I don't think you'd want to. But no, I, I don't think uh, I don't think you'd want to unless you're playing in an established league where you might as well. Yeah, uh, just spend that extra fifty k and I get it done with. The catch is, if you could squeeze two in a team, I think you would. Um, I think you would sprint, even if you're going to play a running game, which you probably should if you're running halflings. You know, for an extra twenty k, sprint. Um, it, it it's not a bad way to go. No, not at all. Not at all. I think it's a I think it's a good idea. Uh treatment have stayed the same. They still have the timber school, which is good, which we spoke about last episode as well. Rerolls R60K. Yep. So they've introduced a bunch of new star players. Five new star players. Well four new star players and a one a, of kinda golden era star player. So the first thing to notice is as we spoke about, Zara has gone. She is Zara the swearer has gone from this list. Um which means I do need to change that. No, no. no Sorry, keep them all in. Yeah. We'll do them all. As many star bears as possible. Um. So she has gone, but Carla Von Kiel is in there. So we're not going to talk about the ones that we spoke about before and that everyone knows about. So Puggy's there. He hasn't changed. Deep Root's there. He's still awesome. God, Carla's there. Pretty useful. I hope that they do a a Puggy miniature based on that bit of artwork. What with the uh, flying goggles it'd, and. Oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah. It would be wonderful to look. This, this is the thing so they've released the artwork for these but they haven't got star player models now if you look back at some of the other spikes there are a lot of star players without models there yeah you normally get one or two um, these guys are great fun and there's a couple of awesome ones that we'll come to in a minute so the first new one actually is one of the coolest ones which is Nedley Veruka. so this is a halfling that's so 70k standard halfling stats and I love this design Secret weapon, loner, obviously. Secret weapon, stab, trademark stilts, which gives him leap and very long legs. So the idea is that this guy has his stilts and goes around and stabs people. Which we've heard before. Yeah, so we did a star player competition way back when we first started. Right at the beginning. And a chap called Alistair, who always comes up with some great ideas, did actually create a halfling star player who ran around on stilts stabbing people. Still one of my favourites. Yeah, which was awesome. So when I saw this come up, I thought, oh, I have to tell Alistair. So I did message him and sort of say, hey, dude, they loved your idea so much... <laughs> they stole it. <laughs> ...that they put it in the book, because it's such a great one. I think he has an inside knowledge, actually, but I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but we were talking, weren't we? We said, actually, they need more low-value star players yeah. to squeeze in there. You know, you take your six, 700k team you get deep root, you get a halfling, master mm-hmm. the chef. Oh, I've got 70k left over, what do I do? I take a keg. Well, actually, now you can take a guy on stilts that can stab people. Exactly. Or leap about. It's like a much more fun goblin pogoer, but more prone to death. Or, you can take the new bombardier. Which is Cindy Pie Whistle. 50k, halfling stats, accurate bombardier, loner, secret weapon. Love it. Absolutely love it. 50k for a bombardier is brilliant... The difficulty with halflings is that you've got to take deep root, so you really only get to take one star player. Yeah, there is that. So there's never going to be that time where I can have the stilts guy, I can have the bombardier, I can have the one riding a sheep, which we'll come to in a minute. Um, But that's it, I mean, your options there are, you could possibly take the two more expensive new star players, or deep root. It gives you that flexibility. Where you can be like, right, I've got Deep Root and I've got a little bit of change, Bombardier or Stilts. I've got a little bit more change, one of the other star pairs. I've got quite a lot of change. You take um, Carla on yeah. kill. I've got a lot of change, then you get to run. More talk. Yeah. One thing to mention is that Bertha Bigfist is gone from this list. She is. So that was one of our favourites when talking about an option for the halfling team, but Big Fist is now gone. That's because they'll release an ogre team. You reckon it's because they're going to release an ogre team? Yep, within a year. So, talking of ogre teams, the next star player... Yeah. We'll Make go to the go. next one. Yeah, the next star player we're going to talk about is Big Jobo Hairyfoot, which can be taken by an ogre team. So I'm happy about that. I am. He's brilliant. <laughs> 120k. Movement 4. So that's worse. Strength three. Now, everyone loves a strength three halfling. Yes. Edge two. Okay, fine. Armor eight. This guy is hench for a halfling. He's not. He's just fat. Yeah, basically. He's huge. Uh, He comes with uh, Loner. Dirty player. Stand firm. Stunty tackle. Wrestle. He's brilliant. He is really good. Comparatively for a halfling. Strength three. Now, he's got edge two, but it is stunty. So he's dodging everywhere on a four plus... But he doesn't have a dodge reroll. So he doesn't have dodge. No. So yeah, he's dodging into places on a four class. That's that's not bad odds. That's dodging anywhere. So you've got a strength three tackle wrestle. As, Straight in the middle of that. As far cage. as as far as halflings are concerned, this guy's a cage wrecker. Yeah. Now Bertha Big Fist is gone. He's been she's been replaced One by big Job of Herring. Who <laughs> he can also be taken by Ogres. He also comes with dirty player. Um, halflings, you're gonna wanna take the opportunity of those fouls I don't know if you would want to spend 120k on a star player to do it with but again this is situational this is almost the same similar conversation where when would you take Bertha yeah and it's going to be it's going to be very specific times where you're looking at it going you know what he'll be really handy right now yeah if you've got if you don't quite have 170 to take the next guy yeah uh, you could take him I like him. I think going to play is, is unnecessary, but the rest of his skills is quite good. You've got a very slow safety, but there's still a safety. Yeah. So, Rumble Sheepskin. This is awesome. The art of this is awesome. It is amazing. It is a halfling riding a ram. It is. And the first thing I said is, how on earth am I going to be able to make that as a star player? And about two minutes later, I think it was Ian said, there you go. <laughs> I found one. <laughs> Arcworld. Arkworld, Yep. It was insane. I hope that they do a model of this, and I hope that the the, the ram sheep has a helmet like it does in yeah. the artwork. Absolutely awesome. Really great to see. Um, so, quick rundown of sheepskin. So it's got block horns, juggernaut, no hands, tackle, and thick skull. Six three three seven for 170k. That's a lot. So he's strength four on the blitz. He does have loner you can choose, he does have a yeah, he can choose whether he knocks you down on the both down or just pushes you out of the way. Juggernaut, which is really, yeah, it is really useful for that one. So, mm. strength three, so he's blitzing a strength four. Um, tackle is really useful. It really is, particularly once he's in there. Yeah, and he's got block and Juggernaut and tackle. I like the fact he's got thick skill. Yeah, I,
1: think, that's I think
0: it's quite good he's armor 7 which is not he's not going to stick around great thick skill helps he's now as durable as a skeleton <laughs> <Yeah>. but just <laughs> blitzing with a halfling on a sheep with horns is just awesome it's fantastic isn't it yeah that's a really 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 great addition I kind of would almost have preferred that to be a positional um, <laughs> two of them yeah but that like is the centaurs that's just so halfling much. version of a bull centaur it's just so much fun <laughs> Yeah, I really like that one. That's awesome. I like that. So that's all the the new ones, bar one. Yeah, the Golden Era Star player, Captain Collander, which we're going to talk about at the end of the episode because Golden Era Stars, we're not running in our league. Um, I think there is only two at the moment. But, yeah, just uh, it's a cool design. It's a cool design. So those are your star players. So we've lost Bertha, we've lost Zara, but we've gained some cool utility mid-range between... You know, 50 and 150k is yeah. what they were after. Yeah. Now they've got a bombardier. Now they've got to go a stab. Now they've got a strength four blitzer on a sheep, which I think is amazing. Yeah. And a strength three wrestler. It's really cool. I like that. I, I do like that one. And I think the direction they've taken with this is, it is more about the halflings than yes. it has ever been before. don't know why I put an H on ever. It's more about the halflings than it's ever been before. And... I really like that. They put proper work into this. They were quite quite bland before. It was like, Mm. tree men and some halflings. Now it's halflings and you can add some tree men. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't think you should run an all-halfling team, but it could be done there. You've got a couple of cool star players. You've got four positionals you can take on top of that team. You've got a halfling team, which is probably, it makes sense with the team box being just halflings. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really like that. One thing I like from this spike is the alternative kickoff table. So the alternative kickoff table is for the Stunty League rules. That's it. And it's brilliant. So let's fill the people in on that. So So there is alternate Stunty League rules in this spike called the Thimble Cup League Tournament. It's a Stunty Cup. They talk about how to run it. They talk about some of the special rules. But one of the things that is required is you have to use a rough and ready stadiums d so D6 is rolled prior to each match to determine the tribute of the stadium in use. Which is cool. So, the idea being is that stunty Leagues are so poor that they run in really bad stadiums. Yeah, yeah no one's really interested. <laughs> now, it just, it, it talks about the teams that are limited in there as well. Um, so, you can have Underworld denizens that contain no Skaven, linemen, throwers, or blitzers, and Lizardman teams that contain no Saurus or Croxagore. Which is interesting, just so, skinks. Just skinks. It, it's not. You can still obviously run slibly in there because is a yes. star, and I ran that team. You did, and it was pretty good. It's pretty good. So you know, not a lot of character there, but still quite cool. It, it's where the halfling goblins show off um, really shines. But yes, like you said, they've got their own little kickoff table, which is nice. I think it was. It probably didn't do. It didn't take them a long time to be able to narrow it down, but it was nice to see them um, nod towards Stunty. And the theme of this team, and the theme that comes through on the spike and on the pitch rules, is that the halflings just are not good at organising blood ball events. So their pitch rule is that when the kicking team sets up, you can move the line of scrimmage back or forward one. Yes. Which is a rule we've seen from Death Zone before. It is, and I think I've used that with James. I think it's, yeah, I think Once so. before. I love the rule, personally, but I'm mostly a skaven player, so I'm like ah. Oh well, even easier one-turn touchdowns. <laughs> um, but in a stunty environment as a halfling team, it makes it that one extra square closer or further depending on which side you want. gives mm. you a really good advantage. Yeah, I like it. It's a cool thematic rule. And with the pitch, after half-time, you swap the pitch over from one side to the other. Mm-hmm. And I am not. I think that rule still applies, but also the restriction for amount of players in the wide zones is gone as well. The idea being is that everyone has a massive party at lunch and uh, destroys the pitch. So all the lines are gone. The lines that were bunting and the pitch is so-called, cool. has jumpers as goalposts. That's cool. And as, you know, as growing up in Britain, that was like the thing. That's all you did. Yeah. But I don't to even know you what goalposts pro- are. they no. just <laughs> piles, of, piles of jumpers, coats and lunchboxes. It's yep. like a thing. It's a very, very British themed team. <laughs> Our country is the halflings of the world. They really are. That explains, well, our, political, uh, explains our political situation a lot. Well. Our political. Our political. I was listening to another podcast, I was listening to the World Cup um, breakdown, yeah. and um, <laughs> we did get chastised on there. Did we? Yeah, as a country. That's, it was, it was, it, was quite, it was quite funny. They were like, hey, it's <laughs> part of the EU. Oh, is it? Oh, uh, silly Britain. <laughs> 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 maybe me laugh. But yeah, they've got their own kick-off table that is for the league. Not for the team, just for the league. Yeah. And probably more importantly to regular football blood- blood players are the inducements. Yes. Now, as we said, there is no wizard. We did guess that, right? Yep. Yeah. Because, you know, they're halflings. But what they did get was a halfling hotpot, which, which is awesome. <clears throat> so the halfling hotpot was an old Warhammer model. Oh, look. So you know there's the Goblin Doom Diver? Yeah. The Halflings had a hotbot, which was basically a, a catapult mm. with a big cauldron. The idea being is it, they would fling like boiling soup at people. Um, and and that is basically what this is. So 0-1 Halfling hotbots available to Halfling and Ogres. I like this. They're include- This is, is what, what I mean. There's going to be an Ogre team. They're including more. I, I think it's the opposite. Yeah, I think they're being clever and they're using the spikes as they come out to adjust the meta for more than one team at a time. Mm. And I think that's brilliant, and I like it, and they should do more of that. Yeah, they need to do more because it's a great way of influencing future teams without the new production, without the models. You know, they've made the ogre team better and different now by having more inducements and star players. Yeah. Without doing a damn thing for yeah. the model range. That's true. Excellent work, Games Workshop. Really good. So, the halfling hot pot. They don't have wizards, they have this instead. 60k. Uh, it can be used at the start of any of your turns before any player uses an action. So it's your turn. Choose a target square on the pitch and roll a dice. On a six, it's on target. On a two to five, it scatters d3 squares. Or d8. Yep. On a one, on a one, something's gone horribly wrong. And the hot pot hits your own dugout. D three randomly determined players in your reserves box are a k.o'd, <laughs> which, I, which is brilliant. I, and if, I like that. If we see a goblin spike, I imagine we'll have something
1: yeah, know, ridiculous like 3rd. that
0: as well. Um, but the idea being is the square it lands in. Uh, if there's a if there's a player in it, it gets knocked down um, by. If the square right. it lands in has a player in, that player gets knocked down and treated as if it's hit by the mighty blow skill. Yeah. And then D6 for each standing player next to the square it lands in on a four plus, they get knocked down yeah. and placed prone. So don't roll okay. drama. So it's like a feeble fireball. Yeah. But actually if it hits the square, it still knocks a guy down with, with mighty blow. Yeah. And you're not I say it's a two plus to cast isn't it? On, yeah. a, on a one it might hit some of your reserves but on a two plus it's going to land on the pitch somewhere so if there is a cage you've got a good odds of hitting somebody. Mm. Say a good odd. You've got a reasonable odds of hitting somebody. Um, uh, on a one to three the player ducks it and doesn't get affected and your team does not suffer a turnover unless your guy is carrying the ball and he gets knocked over. Okay, fine. Yep. Yeah so that's actually pretty good for 60k that's pretty up for 60k so you can take the deer and that for 110 yeah I like that that's a load of fun that is a load of that's fun that's exactly the kind of just extra interesting things you can do that we were hoping for yeah so I yeah. really, really like that a little bit of pizzazz and then you've got to 3 bottles of Heady Brew yes 40k each and again Halflings and Ogres yep so they're double dipping Stunties hmm. everywhere which I love um, this one is a real simple one so 40k per bottle. At the start of a drive um, you set up but before kicking off, uh, the coach with that inducement they randomly select D3 players with the stunty skill on the pitch and for the remessa, and for the rest of the drive they've got dauntless frenzy and really stupid it's great. Isn't it? So <coughs> you've all been there. we've all had that friend that gets drunk. Decides they're Hercules, and just thinks they're invincible. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. And 100% that was me. Okay, that's great. You, therefore, would have had Dauntless Frenzy and Really Stupid. Yeah, yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always used to take on the guys with were like Shrek. Yeah, yeah, that's that's me. And they just become these little tiny angry men. And you know what? Frenzy, Dauntless, on a halfling is great fun. Yes. You do have to roll Dauntless each time. Yes, there is that. But you know, on a 2+, plus, you're one die blocking a strength 3 player. It's great. Uh, yeah, great odds. I think it's amazing. And, you know, really stupid is just really funny because you know, they're just having to be herded into the right <laughs> place. Yeah. I really love this and I can't wait for this to be released and I really hope the Truman are good and I'm just, uh, these halflings are great fun. They are. it would be interesting to see them actually run and see how they, how they perform. I think they will be more competitive than they were before. Yes. They've, they're not great no but they're not meant to be are they I still think halflings are the worst team you reckon well I've done really well with the ogres hmm. and I, don't know, I I really like them I think ogres run really well for me but I think halflings are are now on par with ogres and you can win with a halfling team goblins win by killing everybody <laughs> halflings are going to have to play blood bowl yeah there, there isn't any other option is it And with the new star players, it's going to be a bit easier for them to do so. Great new star players, some useful positionals, great work. Yeah, I agree. Agree. Good job, Games Workshop. So, we'll talk about the golden era in our star player segment. Okay, it's star player time, and (coughs) and because we've got the new Halfling news, and because it's a star player from the golden era which doesn't necessarily fit into a lot of leagues, we're going to be talking about Captain Colander, who looks amazing <laughs> from the artwork. So the cool thing is, from listening to the Twitch, he's a star player that's based on a player from the Warhammer Worlds League that just wouldn't die. Like, he 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 nearly died time and time and time again, um, and he just became this, like, monumentally famous... Halfling. I'm guessing that's why he's got so much for such a small amount. Yeah. So, Captain Collander, 100k, halfling teams only. He's move 6, so he's a fast halfling. Mm -hmm. Strength 2, ag 3, and armor 7, so he's a tough halfling. Yep. Okay. Skills. This is going to take a while. (laughs) Loner. Catch, disturbing presence, dodge, fend, jump up, regen... Right Stuff, Sidestep, and Stunty. That is nine. Yeah, I think that's fair. This guy is awesome. So he has got regeneration because he will not die. Because he keeps coming back. He's just unstoppable. He's got regeneration, which is also why he's got Disturbing Presence. Because he's just been wrecked. Yep. Which is awesome. He's got Dodge, which is normal. Fend, you know, he kind of is a fast Hefty. Yep. Which I like that build. Jump Up is just so useful on a Halfling. The fact this guy's got regeneration is great. So if he lands bad, he, he might just Captain Scarlet it. Yeah. <laughs> and just be alright. Which I, I think is awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fine. <laughs> catch. So, he catch. Uh, you know, sure. I think that's more of a glory skill. Um, Sidestep. Again. They just want you to throw him. This guy is just unnecessary. Which is why I love him. Yeah, he's... He, they just want him to be thrown. And I would really like them to do a model, but I don't think they will because he's the golden era. Yeah. Um, I, I mind you, it's, it's that type of model that will will sell because everybody will want one. I think this is the kind of model that a third party will do sharpish. This and the sheep. I think there could be a lot from that, but the the for 100,000, <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just silly. It's uh, absolutely disgusting, but I love it. But I absolutely love it. And... I think, I think if you ever ran him, he would be stamped on, to, to the ends of the earth, purely because people won't want anything to. Any yeah, point, but on right a four near. plus he'd come back. He'd come back anyway. Which <laughs> is why it's so cool about him. Um, it just means you get to keep stamping on him as well. Yeah, I can't really. I can see him being taken as an exi- exhibition or as a captain of a team. You could build a team around him, couldn't you? Yeah, I think thematically it would be awesome. But you'd have to make him about 150k minimum, possibly 200,000. Oh, yeah. The the one thing I didn't mention is looking through some of these pages, the the fluff they've got for these guys is brilliant. It, yeah, they, they've got their writers in overdrive on that. Even the quotes. The quotes, everything, the art is fantastic. The theme is fantastic. The rules are great. This is probably going to be my favourite spike. Um... Just because it's so different. They're just knocked out of the park, aren't they? It's very, very Blood Bowl. Um, and I really like it. Really, really, really like it. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It can't... I mean, I'm, I'm not planning on getting these guys at all. But the amount of work and everything else that they've done is just phenomenal. Yeah. It's great. So there's no news on when they're coming out, but I'm assuming it will be soon. Oh, I reckon... Beginning of next month. Probably when I'm on holiday, then. More than likely, yeah as long as there's internet where I'm going it'll be fine I can still place my pre-order <laughs> let me know yeah. I'll just order it for I you can you can transfer it. We'll it that's fine that's no worries. brilliant. well everyone thanks very much for joining us for another episode we will see you again soon and don't forget two heads aren't always better than one